Support for the South Carolina lead is made possible in part by Columbia Metropolitan Airport. For more information, flycae.com. Hello and welcome to the South Carolina Lead. I'm your host, Gavin Jackson, and this episode was recorded on February 28th, 2022 from South Carolina Public Radio Studios here in Columbia. Just so you know, some of the information in this podcast may have changed by the time you've heard it. In this episode, we hear more from Congressman Jim Clyburn about President Joe Biden's pick for the Supreme Court. We also hear more from South Carolina House Majority Leader Gary Simrel about the budget that lawmakers will soon be debating on the House floor. And former President Donald Trump is heading back to the Palmetto State. Got more details for you. In medical, we have the latest for you on mask guidance from CDC and DHEC's new guidance for schools and childcare facilities. And we have another birthday shout out to a diehard leader, Matthew Weaver, who I'm told also sent us a care package. I'm looking forward to getting that. We'll have a big unboxing in our wind down one of these days. Happy birthday. Donkey sauce. Also, we want to hear your stories. That's why we set up a voicemail box to hear from you all about life during these more certain times. Well, I guess depending on what crisis you're talking about. Anyway, we want to hear from you. 803-563-7169. Leave us your name, where you're calling from, and what's going on in your part of the world. We need some international callers. We lost all of our international people. Give us a call if you're abroad. We want to hear from you. Also, it's March. You have to call now. 803-563-7169. Spring is around the corner. Spring into the hopper. Now for the latest in South Carolina. Currently, the spread of COVID-19 is still widespread, ongoing, and not contained, though we know it is declining based on case rates according to the Department of Health and Environmental Control. There have been 16,865 total deaths, and currently there are 1,461,155 total cases being reported in all 46 counties as of February 28th at 4 p.m. We do not have a current percent positive to report at this time, but there are 610 South Carolinians hospitalized with COVID-19, 132 are in intensive care, and 66 are in ventilators. Currently, 54.2% of eligible South Carolinians are fully vaccinated. Cha-ching, baby. 0.2. Late on Friday, House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn held a media call to discuss President Joe Biden's pick of Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson to replace retiring Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer. Clyburn, while pushing for federal judge Michelle Childs, is still happy with Biden's choice of Judge Jackson, a choice that Clyburn says was all Biden. Well, the president called me this morning uh, and shared with me uh, that he had spoken uh, with uh, uh, Judge Brown-Jackson uh, and had offered her position. And he said to me that although uh, he felt that uh, uh, I might be disappointed with his decision, I told him it was his decision. Uh, that I thought uh, that he had uh, a wealth of backgrounds and experiences from which to choose of highly qualified uh, African-American women. Uh, and he went, went over and said to me, as you know, uh, I've nominated uh, Judge Charles for what he called the second uh, highest court uh, in the country uh, and that he looked forward uh, to putting that uh, nomination back on track. 
Clyburn added that you can't always win, but if you don't get in the game, then you don't even have a chance. Remember, the big reason this even happened is because he got Biden to commit to choosing a black female two years ago, right before the South Carolina debate in Charleston. Clyburn said he never spoke with Childs throughout the entire process, but she is someone known to his daughters. They were all in the same sorority as Childs. But does Clyburn think his full-court press, along with Graham, helped or hurt Childs? Take a listen. How many of you had ever heard of Michelle Childs before the campaign or advocacy, public advocacy took place? She was on nobody's radar. And she became one of the finalists. Sometimes, as Stacey Abrams told us so eloquently two years ago, you know, when you're growing up in the South, growing up Black in the South, you have a different set of experiences. And people uh, tend to, you need to sometimes prod people uh, to make them pay attention to you. So she was on nobody's radar. And then she got on everybody's radar. It never would have happened had not Senators Scott and Graham and yours truly uh, started to publicly advocate for her because of her background and experiences and because uh, this is uh, the Southern region. Uh, we uh, had to do that in order for her, to for her to have a chance. So I have no idea whether or not it helped or hurt in the final analysis. I do know this. It dawns your help in the beginning. Clyburn says despite some of the rhetoric out there now, he believes that Judge Brown will be confirmed by the Senate, as she has been three times before, most recently for the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, which is where Judge Childs is headed soon. Now, Clyburn said he left Senator Graham a message and spoke with Senator Tim Scott Friday about his support for his homegirl and said that he hopes Brown will get a strong bipartisan vote. I do believe that Mr. Brown Jackson... Uh, will do well in this confirmation hearings. She's been voted on in the bipartisan way three times before. And so this is to be the fourth time for her. And I don't see any different result this time than we got in the first three. And like we've said before, Jackson previously received three Republican votes for that confirmation, including Senator Graham's. Next up, former President Donald Trump will be back in the Palmetto State on March 12th at the Florence Regional Airport. Trump will rally for the primary candidates, State Representative Russell Fry, who he's backing to oust incumbent Congressman Tom Rice in the 7th District, and Katie Arrington, who is challenging Congresswoman Nancy Mace in the 1st District. If you can't make it, don't worry. I will be there. I'll have a full recap for you after that rally. Love working on the weekends. Now let's look at the State House for this week. In the House on Tuesday, the Education Committee will hold its second hearing on five critical race theory bills. There's also the early voting bill, H. 4919, that is set to be debated soon in the House. In the Senate, we'll see floor debate on S. 1090, an unemployment benefits bill sponsored by Senate Majority Leader Shane Massey and Richland Democratic Senator Mia McLeod, who is also running for governor. The bill would adjust weekly unemployment benefit payouts for inflation. The Senate Medical Affairs Committee will meet Thursday morning and after session adjourns. They are set to discuss two abortion bills according to the agenda. I would also expect lawmakers to call for the state to divest itself of any Russian holdings, investments, etc. in light of the country's invasion of Ukraine last week. And you may remember that I mentioned in our last pod that the House Ways and Means Committee approved its $14 billion budget and sent it to the floor. But we didn't get into much detail on it. So I wanted to revisit part of my interview with House Majority Leader Gary Simrel on This Week in South Carolina. 
Here's Simrel. Good news is the House, in working with the governor, has come up with an income tax plan. We passed that out yesterday on second reading. It will pass third reading today. Uh, the Senate, of course, gets the budget after uh, the House passes it, which we will do that beginning March 14th. And so the fact that you have both sides of the chamber, both the Senate and the House, talking about income tax cuts, that tells you this year in 2022, you will see taxes cut in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. and Gary, you're coming to us right after a House Ways and Means Committee meeting in which the budget was passed out. We're talking about a $14 billion budget here. Talk to us about some big ticket items. We have about three minutes left. I want you to see uh, what, what are some big things that will likely make it to the governor's desk this year? Well, it, it really is it's a theme of four R's, Gavin. And, and the first one we just talked about, and that's reduction in, in taxes. The other deals with roads. Uh, to, to be able to put more money into roads. As you know, we have a plan to, in place now for sustainability on how to pay for roads, but adding additional revenue to that pot accelerates the widening of interstates. It accelerates the ability to patch more holes in South Carolina, the potholes that you see. So that's, that's the second R, the roads. But the third R deals with uh, raises, raises for state employees. I mean, I, I looked at the, the Post and Courier this morning, uh, the headlines, you know, look at the $4,000 raise to teachers. I mean, that that is very important for South Carolina, for law enforcement, for first responders. The fact that we're able to pay them more and more of what they are worth. If you take a first year teacher in South Carolina just four years ago, that starting salary was under 30000 Today, under this plan, it will be 40000 That's over a 30% increase in that short period of time. The, the fourth R that we talk about are reserves. Uh, we are changing the way we save money in South Carolina. People call it a rainy day fund. But to take the dollars saved by us from a 5% savings to a 7%. So we will always bank 7% of that money this year, it's about $209 million mm -hmm. um, that goes into that account. And that just protects core functions of government in case we would run into issues. And I wanna talk about just one more thing on that. And that's, that's growing South Carolina's land for use by the public. The conservation portion of this cannot be overlooked as we move forward to protect in legacy more and more land that is, that is able to be used by mm -hmm. the, the voting public of South Carolina. As always, you can find Twisk episodes and more great content on youtube.com slash SCETV. And an FYI, due to our pledge drive, we will be on hiatus until March 18th. If you want the show to come back, you gotta give. SCETV.org, hit the donate button. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued new mask guidance for areas based upon the spread of COVID-19 in an individual county. Certain prevention methods are recommended depending on whether a county is designated as green, yellow, or orange. The color coding is based off of COVID-19 hospital admissions, the share of staffed hospital beds occupied by COVID-19 patients, and the rate of new cases in the community. Now, most of our state is in yellow or orange, and you can find that map on cdc.gov. If your county is yellow, you don't have to mask, but if you are at high risk for severe illness, talk to your health care provider about whether you need to wear a mask and take other precautions. 
If your county is orange, you are recommended to wear a mask indoors. And DHEC issued updated guidance to schools and childcare facilities for managing COVID-19 as endemic. Schools and childcare centers may suspend test to stay or quarantine once they've had two consecutive weeks with less than 10% of all students and staff having COVID-19. When test to stay or quarantine has stopped, contact tracing and testing and masking of close contacts without symptoms is no longer required. Now, the first two-week period ends February 28th, and based on week one data, that's the week of February 21st, and if the trend of low cases continues, DHEC anticipates that most schools and child care centers will have the option to suspend test to stay or quarantine on March 1st. Schools will continue to report the number of cases to DHEC on a weekly basis, and isolation requirements for those who have COVID-19 will remain unchanged. DHEC reminds you that vaccination continues to be the most effective way to control COVID-19. Welcome to the wind down section, our little break from the news. We talk about life during the pandemic, and of course, we want to hear your stories as well. That's why we have our little voicemail box, the hopper, as we call it affectionately. <laughs> the little guy. And you can call it, <laughs> let it know, let it know what you're doing, 803-563-7169. We definitely need to change the message, the greeting on there one of these days. But uh, until then, we will ask you to keep calling. And sharing your experience. Even after that, we're going to ask him to call still, though. Yeah. You it's know? not going to change anything. It's not going to change anything, all right? You listen here. It's and not going to change know where, a thing. And if you don't know what we're talking about, well, you better call and find out what that greeting's all about. Okay. Because it's pretty clever. It's pretty I For, think, like, two years old. <laughs> I think it's pretty clever, if you ask me. So uh, It's not dated in any way. <laughs> no. It's evergreen. In the business, we call it evergreen. Because evergreen. it never dies. Never green. Never dies. Anyway, Gavin... <laughs> Gavin, uh, you wished a happy birthday at the top of the show. Yes. And that is a binding agreement that you do have to call in, right? Uh, I think that that, yes. I think that that is lead law. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll have to check with Meg because you do not have unilateral uh, abilities to declare law. I do. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I, I invested in that. Now, fashion council is a different... Different situations, like the UN Security Council. Right oh, there. okay. Whereas lead law is dedicated just toward what we can do here. This okay. is my jurisdiction. Yeah. Meg has no jurisdiction here. But only I can read the runes on the old scrolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have the spectacles. Yes. I interpret the interpretation. Uh, okay, yeah. I understand it now. That's much Then clearer. when it comes to the Fashion Council, it's basically like the UN Security Council. Yes. That one makes perfect sense to me. Yes. Okay. Um, but anyway... In that vein of wishing happy birthdays, yes. uh, we got a call vascular. from our last birthday boy. So, uh, <laughs> vascular. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get to the call. Okay? Uh, yes. Is that all right with you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Authorized. Okay. <laughs> Turn the keys. And one, two. Egg, oh, I, oh. oh, God. Hey, Gavin, AC. This is Grayson calling from the great Rosewood neighborhood of Columbia. Wanted to give you both a thank you for uh, my birthday shout out. That was a an awesome birthday gift. Yeah, it's always fun being recognized by two hyper local celebrities. So that was one of my favorite birthday gifts. Some of my birthday highlights. I had the day off work, which which was awesome. There's something something about taking the day off work and not having any plans and knowing that other people are working. That is a uh, yeah, it's just a blissful experience for me. My wife and I also went to. Uh, Charlotte that afternoon and uh, checked out some of the 
some of their breweries because I'm your stereotypical millennial male. And I'm super into craft beer, got the homebrew kit, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And also went to uh, the Wormouth on Saturday, which was which is awesome. It's a great place to go if uh, someone else is picking up the tab. I'd recommend getting the ribs there for anybody listening. I know Gavin's partial to Hall's Chop House, but not all of us can be local celebs. So, you know, we, some of us got to take it a step down. One of my more uh, unique pandemic stories is that I got married in March of 2020, which was when everyone was super stressed out and we didn't know what the heck was going on. Got married on the 21st of March. We were originally planning on getting married on the 14th. We couldn't make that work because of some schedule conflicts. If we got married on the 14th, it would have been a normal wedding. Unfortunately, the world shut down on the 15th and we were getting married on the 21st. So, Uh, We had six days to replan everything. I say we replanned everything. Um, Our friends came through in that that time because my wife and I, my my now wife and I, were just so, so bummed about having our wedding just getting completely stripped back. Uh, I know Lizzie Keegan listens to this podcast. She was instrumental in replanning our wedding basically in six days. So uh, shout out to her. And then also I know... Someone else called in about some state parks. So they wanted some state park recommendations. And uh, my friend Ryan and I were big state park enthusiasts. Um, we recently went to Lee State Park, which was uh, a very fine state park. Got some nice ponds, things of that nature. Santee State Park, also great. And Paris Mountain State Park up in Greenville, also great. So, again, just wanted to wrap up. Thanks again for my birthday shout-out. It was awesome. Talk to you all later. Grayson, you are welcome for the shout-out. We love hearing about y'all and your experiences, especially those weekday days off. <laughs> especially when you get to go to the brewery or two and, yeah. like, everyone else is working. I am just living Especially Char- Charlotte's got some great breweries up there. Since I've been to Charlotte. I want to go up there. Resident Culture and Legion are my two faves up mm-hmm. there, you know, because mm-hmm. Juicy J. I mean, you like Charlestown Fermentary? Yeah, baby. You're, you're, you're a Charlestown boy. Yes. Real hazy boy. Mm-hmm. And, um... You got to try Juicy J up in Charlotte. You, you I know for a fact that you will love it. And then Futaboda Ramen is too good there. Anyway, Grayson, happy birthday. Uh, you did go over. You did go over the time limit, but it was your birthday. So yeah. Everyone gets <laughs> one. Everyone gets one. And uh, yeah, happy soon-to-be wedding anniversary, too. Oh, yeah. my gosh, that sounded so stressful. I mean, you're thinking way back to two years ago, I can't even think about what it was like back then. It in feels like March. a thousand I remember, years. I remember everything did change on that 15th, like you're talking about. And my brother, they had their third kid on the 17th. Hey. A little St. Patrick's Day baby, mm-hmm. Charlie. And he was born right then on the seventeenth. So my yeah yeah. He was my dad. My brother was lucky enough to be in there too when it was all going down, um, because that's when they were really cracking down on who uh, to be in the uh, hospital. Yeah, you weren't allowed in there. Yeah, I remember all that. And it was it was Jackie's third kid too. So like they it, know they know, you know the, they know how it goes. I remember still, yeah. my my sister in law when she was having her like third or fourth kid. Mm-hmm. She was like, "No, I'm gonna go in on this day at yeah. this time, and I'll be out before the end of the day." And oh, she yeah. was dead on. Oh, like, and they, and right. they wanted a St. Patrick's Day baby, too. <laughs> I bet they did. Yeah. So I, I remember his birthday. I don't know my other two nephews' birthdays. Yeah. It's because of St. Patrick's uh, Day. April. I want to <laughs> say April. Uh, late July? I don't know. They're not important. I don't give them presents. Those kids get whatever they want. They're like five and four, and this one's about to turn, what, two, three? And uh, I just, I just can't. 
I'm not, ke- I'm not keeping up with all the other aunts and uncles. You know, I'm going to wait till they can remember the gifts I give them. I'm about to go walk around their house and just wrap up things that they already have. Yeah, which I think is a genius move. But also, they just have whatever they want. I, we can speak as childless ones in, in the whole family, you know? Yeah. Because, like, we don't have an unlimited budget for children's toys and gifts and stuff. No. And so whatever we give them yeah. is immediately overshadowed by whatever grandma Precisely. gives them. So yeah. it, it's, it really sucks. You know, I'll get books when they can read better. Sure. And, you know, The Giving Tree, uh, which is what people call me. That book was loosely based on my life. <laughs> Just ask Shel Silverstein. Shel Silverstein's a real lead listener. I know that much. R.I.P. Shel. R.I.P. in peace. <laughs> Shel Silverstein. <laughs> Who has an album? I will Look say that book is completely toxic, though. Is it? Oh, that the boy—he just takes from that poor tree. I think that's the lesson. Yes, I know, but I know that's the lesson. But the way—oh, it's just—you know who I, needs canceling? The Lorax. I read the book to my nephews actually, and I was like, "This is not. This is not good. I don't want to." I no, know there's a no, lesson no, no, there, no, no. but the way that it's presented is just a little too pro-child taking and not. You're saying the tree got short shrift on here. Yeah, because he was just so happy and so willing to support this child who was just take, 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 take. I thought you were going to go the other way and, and, and say that the tree was a villain. And uh, I, li- I, I no, like that. the tree idea. had nothing but good things. It gave its life to this child. It did, yeah. And then at the end, he's just like, oh, I'm going to sell the stump because you got nothing else to give me. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Don't get me started! (laughs) Gavin's got a lot of problems with children's stories. (laughs) I should just be reading Crime and Punishment. Infinite Jest, right? Infinite Jest. Oh, it's been a minute. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a that's a good that's a throwback pandemic throwback right there. That's from March. 2020. I'm sure some of our listeners will be like, oh, it's me. I remember that one. We're going to do that. Yeah, We're, <laughs> we're do always again. doing that one. I've never read it. Never will read it. No, it's too big. Too lame. It's not cool. <laughs> it's too big. It's just that I don't want you to know that I read it. <laughs> That's the opposite of everyone who reads it. They all want you to know that they read it. <laughs> It'd be really hard for me not to tell you that I read it. That's what I'm saying. You're showing restraint. You're the opposite of the child in the giving tree. <laughs> You're the tree, obviously. Yeah, you're the tree. I told you. You said that earlier. Yeah, okay, I remember. Everyone comes, you know what? You remind me of that tree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First time I obit. Speaking of, you know, parenting, we were talking about Reddit, and since we're talking about, you know, children, nephews, all that stuff, there was, uh, we were on Reddit just talking about random things and just how the Ukrainians are using this website uh, to help learn about different, you know, tactical yeah. warfare than he learned about, but the, the <laughs> asymmetrical tre- warfare. <laughs> the trend right now, the top trend on um, Ask Reddit is what parenting trend quote you strongly disagree with, and um, <clears throat> there were some weird ones on there that I yeah. didn't know people were doing. And I would love to hear from some parents about this too. Not that we want to get into a whole like mommy blog situation here. <laughs> but, I could go for a nice uh, mommy blog flight. Yeah. Mo- mommy blog. You know, maybe fight. we should get Abby on some mommy blogs since she's a new mom. Oh, she's probably on But some, some of the top ones. trends these parents were talking about were overscheduling activities. Mm. You got you got you got a Tiger Woods and Venus and Serena Williams these kids, okay? Start them early. Not little young GJ. I was not one for organized sports. No. No. It was too, um, I don't want to say headstrong because I'm not stubborn. I was just... Headstrong, you'll take them on, right? <laughs> <laughs> Spoken in coaching techniques that applied to me. Don't coach me. <laughs> yeah, I hear uh, Long story, I talked back a lot. Yeah, me too. That's why uh, running was my sport in high school. Cross country. 
cross country. You know, I'll see I, you twice. I played I played sports, but anyway, Gavin, what's number two? Uh, let's scroll down. Uh, over protection, kids sure, need to sure, slowly sure. safely learn. Another one was oversharing. Just parents sharing so much stuff, like you know where their kids go to school, when they go to school, where doctors they go to, I what mean, they've been doing. Like you I watch- overshare because I can do it, but. Yeah, these kids not, don't have podcasts, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you could say my Instagram story. I'm always, like, telling you what I'm doing in the real time, but... He's just plugging his Instagram right now, folks. This is cross-platform. It's, it's private. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people following me right now are, like, Forex traders. Yeah. <laughs> Recording your children when you punish them. That's a weird one. Yeah. I wouldn't want that. You want to public shame your child? No, we used to get chased with a wooden spoon. I mean, I'm saying we deserved it. I'm not saying we were wrong. <laughs> Enough time to, like, put a pillow in your pants. <laughs> Silencer. Spoon silencer. Yeah, Grandma, that wooden spoon. Woo! My favorite thing, speaking of wooden spoons, is uh, growing up with a bunch of Italians in Jersey, when I go to my friend's house and the mom is cooking, Mm. I can dip bread in the sauces and eat it, but if my friends tried it, they would Uh get smacked with a spoon. Yes. And so I would just be like... (laughs) The double standard for the house guest. I would just eat in their faces, and their moms would just whap them with spoons nonstop. It was great. And then you sleep over like we all have to go to church on Sunday and you're like oh, my dad's gonna pick me up early <laughs> <laughs> we had to drive to Pennsylvania like, we so we could watch night? the Eagles so that's what we had to do anyway Gavin <laughs> say goodbye uh, go, to- birds. go birds get them in there <laughs> my but- only commitment on Sunday was to the Lord our Savior the Eagles yeah Randall Cunningham and uh Reggie White anyway Gavin say goodbye to the folks okay all right, have a folks, good week well, let us know about some of your uh favorite parenting trends putting your child's life on social media don't do that social media is not that great for anyone even us grown folks but you can let us know your thoughts and feelings at 803-563-7169 you can also show us your appreciation by leaving a review on itunes that's on the itunes store and you can stay up to date with the latest news on scetv.org and southcarolinapublicradio.org and don't forget to support your local newspapers for the south carolina lead i'm gavin jackson be well south carolina I'm on Reddit. I'm down this hole now, thanks to you. You should be on Reddit. I mean, I, you know, I go to credible sources. Reddit is credible. No, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> a little healthy dose. <laughs>